Chapter 10, Ready, Set, Goals. Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. If you're a person who aims high in life and I've done my job in writing this book, you're probably eager to get started on the path to become a community market leader and reap all the benefits that go with it. Good for you. You've spent time in the prior chapters thinking about your why. Now let's put together a plan to get you where you want to go. To start, it's important to understand how to set effective goals so when the going gets tough, which it will, you'll have the juice to keep you going to achieve what you're after. It takes work to get you what you want, but you can do anything you put your mind to. I've always been the kind of person who decides what she wants and goes for it. I was setting goals long before I really knew how to do it. My goals and my determination to achieve them have helped me create an incredible business and really satisfying personal life. I've studied a lot of different goal setting systems and I've taken what I think is the best for each. If your goals have produced mediocre results so far, it might be due to the specific way you're setting goals. Your vision is your magic genie. Now, here's the deal. If you're like me in the past, I'd read this type of book and think, oh, I've got this. I don't need goal setting. I know what I want, but please let me forewarn you. There's a reason that all the great self-help books in the world always talk about goal setting. So listen up, be open-minded, and let's get into the how that makes the what happen. In working with goals, you have to begin with the big picture before you narrow it down into smaller goals and tasks. This is on the level of what inspires me. It's very similar to your why, but it's fleshed out to technicolor. It's that clear vision of what you ultimately want. For example, I mentioned that one of my whys is to spend more time with my family. Here's what that looks like in the vision form for me. We have a blended family, but by looking at us, you would never know it. My relationship with my stepson is stronger than ever, and he confines in me because he trusts me to keep what he is saying confidential. My daughters have so much confidence that when they walk into the room, you can't help but notice. For all of us, our main mission in life is to be good and help others succeed and become better. Our family makes it a priority to spend time together, and we put each other first. Our entire family is full of abundance and gratitude, and we take nothing for granted. All of this stems from the fact that my husband and I are so strongly connected. When I stop and visualize this, I get excited and happy. I can practically taste how sweet this is. It's not yet set up in end goals forms, which I'll show you next, but it's definitely inspirational. In his book, Awaken the Giant Within, How to Take Immediate Control of Your Mental, Emotional, Physical, and Financial Destiny, Tony Robbins outlines how he starts the process of setting goals. I like this process because you can do it in less than an hour and don't have to spend hours and hours sweating over your goals. You begin by brainstorming, writing down possibilities very quickly so you don't censor yourself. In this first stage, don't get all hung up in the details of how to make this happen, but let it flow and fill in the details later. You'll need to make the first list fun and inspirational. Remember how you felt when you were a kid about the things you wanted to have? Your list of goals should make you feel excited like that. Tony divides goals up into four categories, personal development, career and financial, toys and adventure, and contribution goals. Personally, I prefer the categories of marriage, family, business, personal, and giving back. Divide your goals into any categories that make sense to you. 
within each of your categories, brainstorm a list of goals for five minutes. My list under family looks something like this. Kids all being close and getting along. More connection with my stepson. My daughters feel more self-confident. Our family focuses on giving. Spending quality time together. Working together in my business. Strong connection with my husband, putting him first always. When your list is complete, take one minute to give each goal a time frame of one year, two years, or three years and mark them as one for taking one year or less, two or three. Most of the items on the list above are within one year. Next, choose one of your one year or less goals that is most important and write for two minutes about why it's so important to you. Done. Go to the next category and do the same process. Using part of my vision above, I might write something like, I have more connection with my stepson, so he will confide in me because I know it's tough to be a young man and I know I can help him. I provide him with the mother he never had and contributed to his life. I love him and I know he feels that love. I know he feels the certainty that no matter what happens, I've got his back. What is your vision in each of your categories? I highly recommend you stop to do this 30-minute process and create your vision in at least one category before I show you how to create specific end goals. Here's another example, my vision in the business category. My community market leader coaching and training is very successful and growing exponentially. My Homes by Krista business is also thriving and both businesses are running like well-oiled machines. My husband and three children all work alongside me. Our mission is to encourage others and help them live more prosperous lives. Both businesses are recognized nationally within the industry. I totally enjoy speaking to large groups, and I'm thrilled that I'm making such a difference in the lives of others. This may not be your personal vision, but you can see how a vision like that would get you leaping out of bed in the morning, eager to dive into your day. That's what you want for your own vision. Take a few minutes and go through the 30-minute process to jot down your vision and why it is what you want. End goals, stepping stones to your vision. In his training sessions, Dr. Matthew James, CEO of the Empowerment Partnership, who has taught neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, for about 30 years, emphasized setting effective goals. He calls your vision aim goals. An aim goal is the direction you want to go in life. It never really has an end point, but it inspires you to keep moving forward. Dr. James says that an end goal is different. It's a specific result you want, and after you achieve it, you move on to another goal. Your end goals are like stepping stones toward your vision. To set end goals, Dr. James uses the acronym SMART, like many other teachers, where an aim goal, vision, can be broad. Your end goal has to be SMART. S, the S stands for specific and simple. If your goal isn't specific, you don't have a clear target. Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're gonna give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go, what are you waiting for? Register now, can't wait to see you there, and let's transform your business. For example, if you say, I want to make a lot of money, what does that even really mean? 30,000 per year, 4 million per year? When you put a specific number to it, you can picture that result and begin to figure out what to do to get there. So you might write down, I am making $10,000 a month by June 30th, 2000X, without having to work weekends and late nights. Simple means that it's basic enough to explain to a seven-year-old. In his trainings, Dr. James explains that your unconscious mind, which is always at work to support you, needs very simple instructions. So it's better to say, I have a steady net income of $27,000 per month, rather than I want my portfolio to earn an average of 3.7% while I close five loans per month, so commissions totaling $22,500, and I pick up additional $3,500 in referral fees. Too complicated. Keep it simple. The M. 
M stands for measurable and meaningful. If you can't measure your end goal, how will you know when you've gotten there? Some goals are easier to measure than others. Take example of my family goals. How will I know when my stepson and I are closer? I might set the end goal to be my stepson and I talk for five to 10 minutes at least twice per week and we go out to lunch alone at least once per month. That's something I can measure. Meaningful. Meaningful means that end goal has to be important to you. Sometimes we try to create goals based on what other people want for us or what we think that we should do. Those goals won't inspire us. If your goal is to work with 16 different clients this month or this quarter because your brother thinks you should, how exciting is that? But if you decide you want to work with 16 because you're determined to expand your practice or because you want to pay off your debt so you can sleep at night, that goal will have some real juice behind it. A, according to Dr. James, A stands for three things, achievable, all areas of your life, and as if now. Achievable means that on some level, you believe you can achieve these goals. That's not to say that the goal should be easy. Easy goals aren't very exciting. Your goal should be a stretch and take some effort and focus on your part. But if in your heart, you're convinced you can't hit your goal, you'll be fighting yourself the whole way. Take your impossible goal and just back off for a notch. If you think designing 10 houses this month is impossible for you, set your goal at seven. Then when you hit that goal, set your next goal up to eight or nine. All areas of your life means to take into consideration your life balance. For example, if you're setting a huge goal for your business this year, where will the additional time and energy come from? How can you make sure that you don't mess up your personal life, your health, and your sanity while pursuing your big goal? If you simply put blinders on and focus solely on the goal, you'll find that other areas will suffer. And when they do, you'll get thrown off course. You may have to get creative and figure out ways to keep all areas of your life on track as you pursue your big goals. As if now means that goals are always stated in the present. Rather than saying, I will make 4 million in 2000X, you're keeping the present tense and say, I make 4 million in 2000X. There are a number of reasons for this. First, it keeps you accountable. When you say you will do something, it is always way out somewhere in the future. When someone else points out, hey, but you're not doing that, you always have the excuse of, yeah, but I will someday. When you say, I am doing this, you can look at yourself in the mirror and know if it's actually true or not. R. R stands for realistic and responsible. Even though your goal is possibly based on everything in your life right now, is it realistic? A lot of seemingly impossible things really are impossible. The question is whether it's realistic to expect the end result for you at this time. Maybe you need more training or to build a stronger foundation to reach your end goal. If so, those things should be set as first goals. Responsible has to do with what NLP calls ecology. Is your goal good not only for you, but also for the other people involved, your family, your community, and even our planet? If your goal does harm in any way, you'll run into a lot of resistance, not only from the outside, but from within yourself as well. T. The T is for timed and toward what you want. Your end goal has to have a specific time frame so you'll know how much energy it will achieve. For example, let's just say you want to double your business. The goal, I doubled this revenue from my business within three months now, is a totally different animal than I double the revenue from my business within the next three years. Use a specific date for your goals and calendar it so you can keep track of your progress. Towards what you want means to set a positive goal, not a negative one. Negative goals are, I am no longer 40 pounds overweight, or I do not have to scramble every month to pay bills. Research shows that when people have negative goals, they lose motivation as they get closer to the end result. 
So when that person hits the point where he is only 10 pounds overweight or where she can cover most of her bills, they stop feeling as stressed and they slack off. With positive goals, you're inspired to keep going until you feel the reward or the achievement. To turn them into positive goals, those negative goals could be written as, I weigh 180 pounds, or I have an extra $1,000 in my account after paying off all my bills each month. Personally, when I'm learning something new, I find examples very helpful. Here are some examples of well-written, smart end goals and others that are not good. Good. My committee market leader business, CML, will net over $6 million by March 21st, fill in the blank. Not good. My CML business will take off and be highly successful sometime next spring. Good. By May 15th, 2000X, I have booked four three-day community market leader trainings and signed up 4,500 participants. Not good. Next year, I will do several trainings in front of huge audiences for my CML business. Good. As of December 15th, 2000X, I am working one hour a day at Homes by Krista and seven hours a day at CML coaching and training. Not good. Before next year, I will work less on Homes by Krista and more on coaching and training while still getting more personal time. Good. As of January 1st, 2000X, my husband and I will dedicate one evening per week to each other, going out and doing something fun together. Side note, we actually do this every week. I highly recommend you do too. If your partnership is strong, you'll show up better in the world. Not good. By next year, my husband and I will be spending more quality time together. Putting it all together. Begin with your vision or aim goals, then translate them into good end goals. I've come to understand end goals should be three-month goals or shorter. Anything farther down the road than that is less effective. Why? We're now an instant gratification culture. Brian P. Morgan, who co-authored the book, The 12-Week Year, Get More Done in 12 Weeks and Others Do in 12 Months, said that people who set goals in three-month increments get more done towards their goals in that time frame than most people do in a whole year. It also allows us to get smaller wins along the way, and that sense of success breeds success.